What's up, everybody? My name's Chris Marshall with my boy, Frank G. We are the hosts of Build Your Empire podcast. Frank G., tell the people what we do. What's going on, everybody? Chris and I, we discuss established empires while showcasing us building ours. Catch us on every Monday and Thursday on Thursday's episodes. We discuss pre-established empires of athletes, uh, entrepreneurs, businesses. And today makes sense, me and Frank... Our besties. Last week we did the rock. So Frank G, who are we doing this week? Today we are going to discuss one of the funniest men on this planet, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. So I think Kevin Hart is one of the greatest comedians of all time. Many would probably argue. And considering we did the show about Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. that's controversy right there. However, Kevin Hart is the only person who can probably sell out arenas on a tour date. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Dave Chappelle even admits that Kevin Hart is bigger than him. I mean, not that, like, you know, he probably really feels it, but he certainly knows. Well, I think he is. I think he is. I think Dave Chappelle is is, uh, funnier, to be honest. Um, But Kevin Hart integrated his marketing and social media and built a platform where he can now sell tickets from you know stadium to stadium which is outrageous in itself that one man could sell out a ticket stadium for an hour show yeah well i mean i guess when you think about it he's a comedian so when when you compare it to an artist there's probably plenty of artists who can actually do that so when it's comedian, it's got to, to me, it's probably a much smaller circle of people that could sell out arenas. Nobody, I don't think, could sell out an arena except for Kevin Hart and maybe Dave Chappelle. And Kevin Hart can only, he can sell it at a tour, like a tour. Dave Chappelle, I don't know, think he can sell out arenas. Oh, on yeah. Tour dates. Yeah, yeah. Our, yeah. Kevin Hart, you pretty much, it, it's like you're buying a ticket to go see someone perform on music. Yeah, I mean, you literally, go, he performs all over the world. I, I've, given, I've given Kevin Hart my money on multiple business ventures he has. I went to see him live at Jones Beach. It was all mm. right. And I actually bought his book, which was number one seller, New York Times seller which was a great book. Well, remember, remember when uh, one of your past relationships, I uh, was asked what gift she should get you. Either Kevin Hart or Chris Breezy. Chris Breezy or Kevin Hart tickets. And I guess I just wish I was with my boy because I chose Chris Breezy. You chose Chris Breezy. Yeah, I think I remember that now. I'm glad uh, he didn't listen to you. Yeah, because Chris Breezy, everybody probably be puffing on a blunt and just going ham. And look, I'm not against that neither because Chris Breezy has some awesome music and I'm pro marijuana. But Kevin Hart was a different mood. Yeah, certainly. I mean, you're going to be laughing or you're going to be listening to a man sing with a beautiful voice talking about just slamming bitches. I guess either way is a win-win. But look, I know you over there do your homework. I mean, you could probably show the camera your book of notes. Uh I mean, this guy. Look at that. He's got he's got pages of notes. Pages. So, so look, Frankie facts. Kevin Hart is my boy. Very familiar with Kevin Hart. What facts you got over there? I know you got some facts. Frankie facts has to have some facts in his pockets. 
And if he doesn't, then, well, he's Frankie Falls. Well, I have plenty of facts here. So, I mean, do we want to start early in his life? Do we want to move on? So, All right. So, Kevin Hawk, I mean, I, I again, it, it, it's helpful reading the book, which, by the way, his book was a great book. Can't remember the name, but it was a great book. Uh, I mean, he was poor as shit. He, he Slums of Philly. Yeah, I mean, I think in 2001 is when he started, like, really blowing up. I mean, he had this. Oh, one. Well, he not I guess in the acting world because in '01 he had his first uh, like role in a serious show um, called Undeclared. I don't think he blew up until Laugh at My Pain. Um, well, he was yeah. Even even when he was in Forty Year Old Virgin, he was not known yet. In fact, he was broke. Yeah, but he was hilarious in uh, I think it was Soul Plane. Yeah, yeah, he Soul was Plane. Scary movie three. Um, I mean, when he first started doing comedy, he wasn't. He, I mean, no one thought he was good. I mean, he was getting booed. Um, but he knew something needed to be done, which was great. Um, so this is like what differentiates kind of success and people who want success. He decided every show after every show, he would just hand out flyers, hand out flyers about him, about the show. And collect um, emails. And collect emails. That was the big, yeah, that's probably the biggest part of yeah. this whole thing. So, so he built his audience and fan base by just putting in the work mm. and collecting the data. Um, what, what I found remarkable with him is he was in Philly and, you know, New York is, is where all comedy is, really. Um, and he would take like a two-hour bus ride to come into New York like four or five days a week just to sit in the back and watch Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and all of them perform. And uh, eventually he got it shot. Yeah, I mean, genius. Why would you not want to learn from the best before your time? Well, be, well, for one, those guys, they were on the verge of, I guess, popping off. But, I mean, it's easier said than done. Who wants to take a two-hour bus to sit and do nothing a man with perseverance and drive a man that is probably you know i i don't have his net worth but i'm sure it is more than a lot of people we've done maybe not the rock though i don't know i mean well all of his every tour he's done every comedy tour or has done better than the last. And Kevin Hart's net worth is about two hundred milli, uh, and apparently, whenever you look up someone's net worth, it's about two hundred milli on Google. Yeah, there's like a set from whether you're a podcaster, or a comedian, or an artist. Like it's either fifty million, hundred million, two hundred million. They they never go above that. Yeah, there's no way that him and Drake are worth the same right now. Yeah, well. They both done things though to change their, um, you know what they do. So Kevin Hart created a platform for comedy. Um, laugh out loud, LOL. You know, it. I don't know who works more to be honest, Kevin Hart or The Rock. Well, they obviously connect, right? I mean, they do. They've done the movies together, Jumanji. They've, which is ironic because let me tell you, they had two opposite sides of the spectrum. In like size, everything. Well, they're both hilarious. 
I mean, they are they are pretty funny, but I mean, way better. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, You're gonna like this in a second. What am oh, I gonna like? It went away. You were about to sneeze. God bless. <laughs> Thank you. Right Thank in you. the right in the mic. God bless you. Know, you. you know, I wanted I wanted the people to feel the vibrations. Good vibrations. <laughs> We felt it all right. We felt it all right. Thank you. So, Kevin Hart, I, when he first, <laughs> again, God bless, when he first started, I'm pretty sure he was pretty insecure about himself. Um, and then he, like, changed his act to where he just made fun of himself or he, like, embraced his, I mean, he's, I guess, short and, uh, I, th- I mean, he just embraces it now. Half of his jokes... I mean, I think his first, one of his first uh, stand-ups was uh, I'm a Grown Little Man. Yeah, in fact, he, uh, he used to have the alias called Kev the Bastard. wasn't working for him. And uh, he, he quickly changed that. Um, I forgot his uh, mentor's name, but he was like, yeah, that, that's not working. And uh, he was instructed to be more personable with, with his comedy. And he says that it didn't hit until he was authentic, which makes sense. I mean, this is the, the same message me and you come on week in, week out and say, be authentic, be consistent, and eventually, you know, good things flow. Um, so it's interesting to see him put his life in comedy, making fun of it, and then he, he won. Yeah, I mean, you certainly you certainly need to be authentic, if you're, especially if you're in front of an audience, I don't know how many months out of the year. I mean, this guy has to talk to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. I mean, yeah. So the easiest way to make content is to be authentic, to use, you'll remember it easier. I'm sure. I mean, yeah, if you got to make fun of yourself a little bit, but if it makes you millions. Yeah. I mean, I I got no problem making fun of myself. If it's going to make me millions, uh, that is for sure. Not only that, but first off, he is super close with his homies. I mean, he brings them ever. There's team. Yeah, the plastic cup boys. Yeah, the, I they mean, have, they have the podcast. They they open for him. I mean, essentially, yeah, he he got his money and then he put his team on. Yeah, homie, it's the theme song. First, I get my money right, then I get my team on. Who says that? Drake, Kanye. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah, you you said that very confidently. Yeah, but uh you were wrong. Um yeah, so it's funny too, because a couple of years ago I think we all saw Kevin Hart. I guess he was hanging out with the rock. He really took fitness to another level. And then everything he seems to be interested in, he makes it into a business that generates revenue. Um you're speaking specifically about working out right now? Uh, correct. Um, I, I mean, know. He, he signed with Nike and he was yeah. doing, he was doing, uh, I forgot what it was called. Um, he was like, it was running. He was, I forgot what it's called. Something hard. Great name. Yeah. Well, I mean, he takes his trainer everywhere. Um, what is it? Just train. I think is his, uh, his Instagram handle, his trainer's handle, but yeah, I mean, you clearly take it serious if you're taking your trainer on every tour with you. 
Yeah, but then next thing you know, you're getting sponsored by all the athletic wares. Now you're selling athletic apparel. Now you're making it into a, a lifestyle, and now you're pushing that. I mean, mm. it's, it's crazy. Not to mention, he gets really wasted at times. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, I think he was he was in some controversy with his wife because of that. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Hart has to be the only person I've ever seen who cheated on his wife and had video evidence of him cheating on his wife, just hopped on social media, Instagram, said, my bad, I cheated, and it, it just got washed over. doesn't make sense. Well, the only way for me that that could make sense is if this woman truly, like, truly loves this guy and can't, I don't know, live without him. But then again, like, it's Kevin Hart. So I'm sure she's laughing nonstop. I mean, he he seems like a genuine dude. Obviously, we all make mistakes at times. Uh, that's a pretty serious one. But I think his friend, didn't his friend, like, blackmail him? I don't think so. It was the girl. The girl, the girl tried blackmailing him, and he was like, I'm not paying a ransom. F you. It was like uh, a huge ransom, too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like, I'm just going to tell the world. Yeah. Ima- imagine being that girl. Oh, I got this video. I'm going to make like, you know, a million bucks blackmailing Kevin Hart. And then you go on Instagram the next morning. You, Kevin Hart, yep, I cheated. I'm very sorry. I embarrassed my wife. But this girl ain't getting no money. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. I mean, clearly that takes a lot uh, to admit to i mean he has an audience i mean i think back when i first did research on him kevin hart he had like 80 something million followers on instagram so essentially 80 million people are in your business all the time and he decided let me go this route let me tell them the most personal thing about me right now and they still love him but that's what's crazy right and that's what you know, I'm, I'm constantly assessing people's behavior. And I find that very interesting because because he did that, the public accepted it and was okay with it. But if that didn't get down like that, and if, you know, a video just surfaced and he looked like an asshole cheating on his wife, the, the PR would have been completely different. Well, yeah, essentially he had to save his name right there, right? Yeah, but I mean, it it seems like he, it seems like he's good for one fuck up per year. Yeah, I mean, I guess he has a lot of strikes that he he's allowed, but he does keep his family and per and work life pretty separate. Yeah, he loves his family, but yeah, I mean, even it was almost a year ago. I think it was August first. He got into the car accident. And a lot of people... Yeah, 2019, allude, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people allude that that car accident was probably him partying a little too much. Yeah, well, apparently the man really fucked up his back, but he is uh, somehow 100% back. Which is crazy. Um, I listened to an interview. Uh, he hopped on Joe Rogan, and he discussed this. And he was saying how uh, he was in such good shape mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah. that his core... And his back. It was is, tight. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the re because dude, he he like fractured four for vertebrae. I think his spot like he he really screwed his back up. Someone without the ability to get the treatment that he got potentially would be damaged for the rest of their lives. And he is back at it. It's actually incredible to watch. Mm. But 
to hear his uh, perspective and him speak upon the injury, his whole focus was no matter how hurt I am currently, I am going to come back better than what I was before. Yeah, I love that attitude. How could you be better than yesterday? I mean, I'm sure it's easier when you do have millions and you're probably, you know, in Malibu looking out beautiful scenery. Uh, you know, it probably makes it easier. But he was back within five months, which is incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think changing is like a, a mindset kind of thing. Obviously, being able to do whatever you want with your money as security helps you. Um but yeah, he certainly was partying a little too much. In 2013, he was arrested for a DUI. Um, he pleaded no contest, which means I, th- I believe they just kind of it. You, I think you, it kind of drops the charges in the end. But he had three years probations. But like, I don't think that's on his record any longer. He is always drunk. I mean, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, he acted like a. <laughs> he was just nasty. He just hopped on, just slurring his words, cursing. He, man, he. Yeah, but I can't get mad at someone who who parties like that, but also lives by a model that hard work isn't enough for success. I mean, you need to commit. And he loves his family. Yeah, he seems like I'm he, all for it. He seems like he has a great um, what is that? A great percentage for each of them: party, family, work. He divides it evenly. Although I'm sure he's up like four a.m., three thirty, like the Rock. Yeah, but I would imagine if you're partying like that, you're not really partying like that. Because if you're up 3, 4 a.m., there's no way you're you're getting high or getting drunk the night before, at least from a consistent basis. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's created enough where, I mean, obviously it's not enough for him. You want to keep going when you are at this point. Um but he's created enough and done enough. I think that the world's going to remember his face. They're going to remember what he's done. He, they're going to keep listening to him. Oh, he's him going down as one of the great, as a legend. Yeah. I mean, he's going to, he's going to be generating revenue far after he's not popular or gone. It's funny too. Cause when you really, uh, take an in-depth look at mm. these, these empires, right. And, and these people and, and you listen to them talk, I remember listening to him two years ago and he was, he had 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023 already planned out. And he said how, I think it was 2021, maybe even 2020, how he wants to go heel. And in his comedy, like go heel. Like make fun of the crowd. Like just, he wants to bring up, I guess, sensitive topics such Mm. as like maybe the me too movement and, and shit like that. And then, and then make fun of it where he is the center of controversy. In my head, I'm like, that is remarkable that you are so organized that you were changing your brand year by year and have that planned. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, the, I would, the only way to be this successful is to have a plan. I mean, he clearly follows a plan. I mean, he has, he has raw talent, clearly. He has the work ethic. I mean – super positive just like Dwayne Johnson um and they're he's just extremely kind I mean those are like the things that get you places in life because why would someone not do something for you if you touch them in a special way you know made them feel right (laughs) this fucking guy I hear you man (laughs) what are you laughing at (laughs) you shut your mouth (laughs) (laughs) I already know what you're laughing at yeah where's where's your mind at 
fucking guy over here. <laughs> now, well, if you had to be someone, would you be Kevin Hart or The Rock? I would be The Rock. I don't the, know, man. I mean, Kevin Hart seems like he's got more fun, to be honest. Well, The, the Rock, to, to be, I mean, it just seems like The Rock works harder. Um, it seems it, like the work he does is more it, difficult. It, it's heavier, that's for sure. <laughs> certainly is heavier <laughs> yeah man i mean yeah i see kevin Hart in the podcast with his boys with the plastic red cups <laughs> what's in the cup boys <laughs> oh well i mean if he's drinking all the time what do we think's in the cup i don't know if he's drinking all the time because he's getting up at 4 a.m with just training he's he does he's ripped that's workouts and he's ripped well of course you're ripped you're five one one uh, is he, whoa, is he 5'1"? Are you just shooting out of, like, almost – that that can't be right. I think I'm, he's he's got to be, like, 5'5". Five, 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 <laughs> it's not even like I was far. Well, 5'1 is close to, like, a, I think a legal, like, small person. <laughs> yeah, well, Dwayne Johnson's 6'5", so it's actually really funny if they were together. I want to see them next to each other. The funniest videos are when they're both recording like an Instagram video and oh, they're like, yeah, they're like, shut talking. Up. yeah, no, shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a good duo. They're certainly a good duo. The problem is, though, is that when Kevin Hart does movies, he really does play the same role every well, movie. What does The Rock play? A guy that will beat the shit out of you with, with either a gun or his hands. I'm trying to think of The Rock's movies. I feel like that's. Walking Tall, The Rundown. I mean, it. bro, give me some recent movies here. Hey, he did Fast and Furious. In fact, I'm surprised he, he didn't discuss that. And in that movie, he was, uh, I think, an officer beating the shit out of somebody. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Yeah, and then they made another movie. He was beating the shit out of people then, too. Apparently, when you just brolic like that, you just beat the shit out of people. i tell you what, though. I'll beat the shit out of The Rock. In what In what sense? Uh, maybe a rap battle or something. Uh, that would be hilarious if he w- was nasty. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I mean, he was good on the mic. He came correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good mic presence certainly gets you somewhere, right? I'll beat Kevin Hart. I don't even know, man. He's ripped. In a height contest, bro. In a height contest. In a, in a height contest. Yeah, that's, that's clear. But and he, let's not gloss over the fact that his biggest accolade he's like a four-time MVP at the All-Star game. Who, Kevin Hart you saying? Yeah. That I did not know. Yeah, pretty wild. Celebrity All-Star game. I mean, the fans just kept voting him. He had like, <laughs> he, he had like Two points, five turnovers, <laughs> one year, and got the MVP. Yeah, well, <laughs> if if he's playing with anyone of like average height, that's got to be hard. I mean, he's playing with other celebrities, I guess. He's so playing, he could be playing with The Rock. Well, no, The Rock don't participate, but he played with like Justin Bieber. Yeah, so they 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 both like to do things um, outside of, I guess, their. Um, what they do is work all the time. They um, do whatever they like, and then they make money with what they like. And they that they do. Um, yeah, I mean, The Rock and 
uh, Kevin Hart. They both created their own empires. They both built platforms to, that can be used to make them money and every, anything they make on it, they call their own. Obviously, you have investors and people partnering with you, but essentially you have an umbrella that will make your family money in the future. I am calling it right now because everything I predict is 80% <laughs> accurate. I am calling what? You got something to say over there? No, no, no. I'm curious what you're calling. I bet you within three years, Kevin Hart has his own liquor. I don't know what it is. Vodka, whiskey, maybe some rum. It would only make sense if he's drinking all the time to uh, create something for himself. All I know is that every empire that we do, all these people literally do the same thing they do the same thing and a lot of them almost every one of them has started off in like a tough childhood except for maybe drake i mean i guess that could be could be accurate well i know joe rogan had a tough beginning so did the rock so did kevin hart i know drake i'm pretty sure drake was kind of good um child child actor but it just it's seems funny. like it seems like when you have a tough life in the beginning, you're way more motivated to get out of that life uh, forever. Well, yeah, but some people are always motivated by, I guess, two things, I think. One, not working a nine-to-five. They just literally cannot have a boss and can deal with that institution. And then two... They just want to make money on what they love so much. They found like what they love. Yeah, well, that's a blessing right there because people searching for what they love till 50. Oh, yeah. And then, and then it's the conundrum of people thinking that they're too old to even pursue what they enjoy. Which is never the case, but well, unless, unless it's like an athlete. I was going to say. You could be you could you could be an actor at fifty. I mean, I think Morgan Freeman blew up at fifty-five. I mean, I just keep thinking of Tony Soprano. I gotta watch The Sopranos. Top three shows ever created. Top one show. Oh, I mean, I didn't want to be like that's subjective. So I had to give like a, a range. It is not subjective. Get out of here. Oh, maybe we'll do the Empire of the Sopranos. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. I think next week that would be, that's an empire and a half. Let me tell you. I mean, the cinematics of that, the the storyline. Oh, that's a great show. I agree. I may have to rewatch that one for with you. Yeah. Well, I don't have HBO no more, so. You can borrow mine. How can I borrow your HBO? You could borrow my HBO on the, like the, on HBO Go. Take my login. You can watch whatever you want. I appreciate it. That's a good friend right there. It's a good friend. What minute are we on? Uh, we're close to 26, 27. Actually. All right, let's get out of here. I mean, I always uh, enjoy going live on the potty with my boy, Frank G. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm out. Yes, sir. See you guys next week.